0: How are you guys doing? Today's episode is sponsored by Mint Mobile. Hey, we got big news coming in. We got big news coming for you guys. Willie, you guys remember Willie? He's coming back here on Monday, Tuesday. I don't know what time he He takes off, I think, on Monday or he takes off on Sunday. He arrives Monday. or so, I don't remember what day. Anyway, he's going to be here at the beginning of next week. And he's going to be here for like three weeks to four weeks. It's going to be great. He is back. He's coming on as a co-host. I'm Jack. We worked up a deal to where I can I can pay him to come on, hang out with me, cover expenses because it is very expensive to fly a man over here from Australia to hang out with me. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. I'm glad he's gonna be here. He's got to go back though for a um, a checkup on his tumor, like three or four weeks later after. It's gonna be good. He's gonna be here for like a month. It's it's exciting stuff. I'm excited about it. I don't know why you guys wouldn't be either. Sorry, my voice is pretty jacked up. Uh, it sounds jacked. I've been doing a lot of stuff over on WhatNot here recently. You guys, I don't know. If you guys are into sports cards or sports memorabilia, that kind of stuff, that's literally all I do on the daily over there every sing, single evening. If you guys are into that kind of stuff, I'll, I'll link it in the description. If not, it's not a big deal. I love sports. I love sports cards, memorabilia, that kind of stuff. That's what we do. Big auctions on it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun, but that's why my voice sounds like this because I'm talking every night for like six hours straight. So the U.S. Department of Defense, okay, they've released a video showing part of an encounter between the the U.S. Air Force MQ-9 Reaper and this, uh, it was actually two Russian SU-25 fighter jets over the Black Sea. Now, this happened yesterday. Okay. I didn't think it was really that big of a deal. So I didn't even like take time to come on and talk about it. I didn't, I didn't think it was now the video that you guys are going to see does not support the fact that Russian ministry of defense is claiming they're, they're literally saying this out loud. It does not make any sense, but they're claiming that there was no collision at all with this MQ nine and they maneuvered sharply before apparently entering into like some uncontrolled flight into the bottom of the, the Black Sea it doesn't make any sense. They li- the Russian Ministry of Defense literally said this. Ah, wait, wait, one other thing. If you if you watch the the clip we're about to show you guys, you can see the propeller on the front of this thing is legitimately bent all the way. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean that just happened at a thin air? the United States actually came out afterwards and said the highest levels of the Kremlin actually approved this aggression action towards uh, the United States military drone that's been flying over the Black Sea. So, you now, the, the, the thing is, it's kind of crazy. People have actually been trying to geolocate this thing. And to me, that is nuts because that's at the bottom of this. The, the, it's it's 3,000 foot deep right now. 3,000 foot deep. And you know what kind of pressure is that deep? It will take a, I know this because I actually know a gentleman who was in subs I was just I dated a girl for a little bit. I didn't really date her. I don't know we saw each other. I don't know what you want to call it. But um her dad was he was in the Navy and he went down to the very bottom. He walked on the bottom of the ocean. Didn't really tell me what he did. He did something with the cabling, the spy cables down there. Don't really know all about it. Doesn't really matter. Anyway, he showed me these things. He would take Slurpee cups down there. You know the big foam ones from like seven eleven or whatever? He would take them down, the big giant ones. I think they're like 64, 72 ounce ones, the big ones. And they would come back after the pressure and they'd be like this big. And he showed me them He literally had Slurpee cups that were this big. And it's just kind of crazy when you think about the amount of pressure when it changes. But anyway, the Russians actually stated that they're going to recover this thing for intelligence reasons, which I guess, I don't know how they're going to get very much intelligence out of this thing going 3,000 foot to the very bottom of the ocean, being this deep, sustaining that kind of pressure. I don't know. Why wouldn't we want to look at this as some sort of aggression at the same time? Because I get it. They didn't shoot this thing down. They didn't shoot it down. They didn't really need to shoot it down. They accidentally ran into it in mid-flight, which is to me just absolutely insane, trying to dump fuel on it. Okay, if you guys do not know what they were doing, they are trying to dump fuel on it. Now, to me, this is no different than them actually shooting it down over international airspace, which just was. Like, actually physically shooting it down. Because they got, they were like, they were trying to achieve this thing actually hitting the ground and getting it for intelligence reasons, and they did. They actually were successful. Like, why would you want to dump something just for fun? Hey, you know what? U.S. piss on us, or piss on you as we're, we're flying. Not piss on us. Piss on you as we're flying by you. Like, that. That's that wasn't the intention. It was to take it down without firing a shot. Also, can we just, Throw this out there. This is kind of funny. Kind of weird, funny. It's kind of like, oh God, look at that. re Street footage of this happening within a few hours, but we haven't seen anything about those flying Tic Tac objects that were hovering around the country for weeks. This came out in a few hours and nothing on the Tic Tac objects that were flying around. So there's that. China, Russia, and Iran also launched a joint maritime drill inside the Gulf of Oman this week good on them i think they did this again or did this in like before like in 2016 17 18 something like that one of those years these drills are actually taking place from today to sunday and they're gonna be deepening uh this is what they're claiming at least deepening the practical cooperation among the all those countries like all those countries that's that's the whole that's the whole thing behind it. they want to practice i don't don't know i don't know to me it's just more posturing china said would actually be deploying some guided missile destroyers Uh, On these drills as well, which included aerial search operations, sea rescue, naval parade formation exercises, as well as other tasks inside that framework of drill. So they're going after pretty much just stuff inside the ocean. That's what they're doing. They're just trying to look big and powerful. So that's pretty much the big thing that's happening with China right now. So way to go, China, Russia, and Iran. And I'm going to tell you right now, this one is um, not really like massive news that should shock anybody how close these countries have been getting cl- over the last couple of months how close they've been getting president of uh Poland okay he decided he was going to put out there that we are going to be sending i say we the Polish people the Polish government's going to be sending Ukraine 4 MiG 29s they're going to be delivered apparently in the coming days i have no idea who's going to fly these i guess it really doesn't matter i don't i i this is one of those kind of things it's not super exciting news i get it um, because it's only four, it's not really going to change the mm, change the outcome of this war. I don't really know what it's going to accomplish. Maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll be like a decisive point inside of a battle or an area. I guess I don't know. I don't think it's going to be too crazy now. But you got to remember, a few months ago, Russia said they would actually deem this as a declaration of war towards any NATO country that gave these kind of planes over to Ukraine. So can we always just keep that one in the back of the mind, just throw that out there. Remember the line in the sand, like I always talk about, it's always shifting. The goal poles are always shifting from left to right. You know what I mean? It's always happening. And I'm gonna tell you right now, this next piece isn't like some crazy news clip, but it's gonna make you cringe just like a tad bit inside. It's gonna make you go like, Oh God, what the f- What is going on?
1: Hey, Chaynik. Chey, I'm cheap. <laughs> Эй, чайник, как ты относишься к спецоперации России в Украине? Молчит. Эй, чайник, а как ты относишься к частичной мобилизации? Молчит. Ну да, пыхтит, воду греет, И молчит. И молчит. Реально умный чайник, умнее некоторых людей. Да, некоторые люди много неприятностей нажили, отвечая на такие вопросы. А выбрал довольно мудрую стратегию.
0: Молчит. Он просто
1: молчит и все. Молчит, пыхтит, воду греет. Да это мечта любого работодателя. Какой сотрудник? Мечта любого работодателя иметь сотрудника с интеллектом какой-то чайника, который будет выполнять свою работу и.. Не говорит лишнего. Реально умный чайник. И реально красивый. Редкое сочетание красоты и ума в чайнике Китфорд 633. Мы пьем чай из умного и красивого чайника. Под нами пуфик и на пофиг. И пуфик. И чайник.
0: Now here in America. I would have, I would have saw this, which I guess I've seen some ads, but never like this. I would have thought instantly these people are from uh, most likely West Virginia or possibly Alabama. Very, very strange. I don't really know what's going on there. Um, It's one of the weirdest, I I guess that's like, that's, that's peak performance in Russia. That was, we, we literally just saw peak performance in Russia. So saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023. Then why are you still paying insane amount of money? Switching to Mint Mobile is going to be the easiest way to save this year. It's it's not it's not that difficult, guys. Come on, think about this. They're the first company to sell premium wireless service online. So Mint Mobile literally lets you guys order from home and save a ton. That's it's great, and they have phone plans starting at just fifteen dollars a month. Yes, fifteen dollars a month. You can give every you can give the dog a phone. You literally can give every single thing inside of your house. I don't care if it's plant, animal, human, it doesn't really matter. You're gonna be saving a ton of money at just $15 a month. That's great. Absolutely phenomenal. You guys are gonna be saving a ton of money. That's what you need to do. Check them out. For people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless, like I said, for just $15 a month. By going along and only eliminating all the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes those savings on to you, and they're significant. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. It's that easy. It only takes minutes with an eSIM. It's so easy, guys. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just $15 a month. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month, hey, Go right now and it'll be shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com forward slash Rob. That is mintmobile.com forward slash Rob. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Rob. They'll be linked at the very top of the description as well. Now, I'm always making the joke how can these people believe the stuff that is said on Russian State TV so much? Because it's just so wild. Like, but it's, it's, I don't know, I'm on the opposite side of things. I see a little bit different. I, I don't know. It's a little bit easier for me to see through it, I guess. Now here in America we have I mean a perfect example, you know, I you know, this is a perfect example of a person that gets sucked into this nonsense by constantly having it shoved down their throat. They're not really understanding thing. Здесь <laughs> не вели войска, ты приказн знаешь, это вся война была бы у нас здесь уже в России, Не была
1: бы. Как вы себе
2: представляете нападение ядерной Украины на ядерную Россию, объясните мне. Ты
1: смеёшься, что ли? Ну расскажите мне. я тебе сейчас скажу. Войска НАТО. что такое НАТО? Вы даже не знаете, что такое НАТО. А ты знаешь вообще, что такое вообще Россия? Ты знаешь, что это такое? страна. Столько крови пролито за Россию, и ты позоришь, ты ты просто позоришь Россию. То, что тем даже, что ты живёшь что здесь. Хорошо. Ты бессовестная, понимаешь? Ты у тебя нет совести. У тебя
0: нет понятия, что такое родина. Украине славно Ну вали в Украину. Там, может, хай заейкать будешь ходить. Now the best part about this entire piece was the fact that the lady had absolutely no idea what NATO was. No idea. She looked like a deer in the headlights when she was asked what this is. And she couldn't even tell him anything. And I can't, you know what, I really can't fault her though. Um, I, to a certain extent. It depends on where she was living at. Uh, like I said, if you're at the boonies of West Virginia in the mountains, this kind of stuff, you're going to think a little bit different than somebody that's living in downtown Dallas. It's just good. It all depends on where you live. Kind of like when I was in overseas in Afghanistan. Here's a great example. The Taliban. A lot of the people, oh, here you go. The Taliban is its a not really, it's a good example for what I'm trying to say. The Taliban, the way that they would actually indoctrinate or maybe get these people brainwashed, I guess is the best way in, into thinking that the, their, their, their teaching was the way is they would go into these, these small villages, these really tiny villages. They didn't really, they, none of them knew how to read or write or anything like that. So when they would teach them stuff about what is supposed to be inside, to say the Quran, it would be completely different than what it really is. You know what I mean? That's how they're, they're able to, because these people don't have enough education to understand what's going on themselves. It's kind of the same thing, maybe like this. This easily to be persuaded. Easily to be persuaded. It's, it's very terrible to see, though. Like, even in America, we have our same thing. We have our same crazies on the left. We have our same crazies on the right. We do. They get sucked into it. Who's that? I always forget the guy that was saying that may turn the frogs gay. Like, his following, they get sucked in really crazy like on the, on the right side. And then we have the ones that are like, which some of the stuff I don't really understand that comes out of California. Basically, anybody that lives in California on the left side is just super sucked in on the left. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. Very strange. I'm just trying to just hang out in the middle. I know there's probably people that are watching who are living in California, but you know what I'm talking about and on that side. Just sometimes you can be like, what in the apps? What are you talking? What is going on here? Uh, I haven't been uh, on here as well, by the way, as much as as much as much I wanted to. It's not because I don't want to make videos about what's going on in the world. Or what's, it, it's, it's not that. It's just there's so much that's not going on. Is that, if that makes not, if that makes any sense. The Ukrainians are clearly right now, they're building up. They, and we know this because they're training inside of the UK with, with all Western equipment. They've been doing this for months. And I think they're trying to build up like a 100,000 men type force that's just trained by the West, which is significant. Significant. The way the West fights compared to Russia is a very, it's so different. So different. Especially, I think, like, if, if I were to... I would rather have a 100,000 men that were trained by the West than a million men that were trained by the Russians on that kind of mentality. I really would. Because the way that the West looks at a, a person's individual's life, it, it that's all they care about is how to make sure you... Because if you're out of the fight, we can't utilize you. That, that's the way the West works. Russians are like, you know what? You have no more value than this, this lamp that's sitting right next to me. Literally. This thing has... This thing has more value to the Russian military than an actual human being does. So my question is, why aren't the Russians right now taking advantage of the situation like currently? Why aren't they? Do they not have to do it? Do I mean are they not capable of doing it? Like you would think this would be the time they'd want to do it. Because if the, the Ukrainians are building up a massive force of actually really well-trained men who have been training for months for a spring offensive which we are right on the verge of this thing. That's what I'm like. I'm just waiting for Next week could be the week. Then tomorrow could be the day. I have no idea. We are literally on the verge of this thing spilling over like it did last year. Maybe not to the full extent that it was. You know what I mean? But I think right now, the Russians, if they had the capabilities, this would be their time to actually do something. Понимаешь,
2: у нас есть тревога. У нас есть тревога, что подготовлено где-то 100 тысяч украинских солдат, что им идет западная техника. И после того, что мы видели в Харькове и в Херсоне, ну, конечно, мы себя чувствуем тревожно. Это сегодня было и уже неподобного, и у многих наших граждан, но вот есть такое, знаешь, беспокойство. То, что было. Of the and of Russia.
0: Now, the bad thing here is for the Russians is it's going to be poor leadership. It's going to, it's always going to be the same thing. It's going to end up being the demise of their military's ability to take the country. We know this. They've had piss poor leadership. They're terrible at leading their men. Absolutely atrocious at leading their men. We know this, you cannot win a war with piss poor leadership. It's just not, I don't, I don't expect it to change either. I don't expect for the style of leadership to change very much over the course of this war. I mean, it could a little bit, they could learn on the ground, they could adapt a little bit, but the higher up type mentality is not going to change. So the Ukrainians are going to be able to adapt a bit better and come to the fight with a bit different mentality due to the training they're currently receiving. See what I'm saying? That's, that's the way I'm looking at it. The Ukrainians one year ago, they were nothing the way they are right now. When it comes to the mentality and ability to train, or like, like sponge, I guess you would say they're like a sponge when it comes to training. All that indoctrined Soviet era training, pretty much out the window. That's the reason why they're doing as well as they are. That's not. I'm, not, I'm saying I'm not saying that that's going to be the end up reason why they end up winning this thing, or it's going to be the, changing the tide of the war. Because they still need men, and they need a lot of them. A hundred thousand men, great, good on you. You still need another another nine hundred thousand more to probably push them all out. I really do believe the Ukrainians need more men and equipment to really make an impact over there. So I, I, may be an ish, I may be an idiot, though. I may be an idiot. We know that Bakhmut itself has been really brutal for both sides. We know it has. We know the Russians are sustaining upwards of 800 men killed a day. A day. Yes, a day. You know how crazy that is for the last 30? A, a day. Like, to me, that is... I, I, couldn't, I couldn't... I personally, and I've been to two different wars, and I could not even fathom... Eight hundred men dying a day on one side. I'm not even talking about the other side. If you're talking to equal, we're talking fifteen hundred men a day dying. Probably double that with casualties. That is significant. That is crazy. hushes me though. I don't know. It's it's I I think I think what's gonna happen is we got more they're getting frustrated with the fact the Russians are that they haven't been able to secure this area, this city for months and months and months. I think they're getting frustrated. They really are.
2: давайте well, решим Ну вот сейчас там сколько осталось этого Бахмута, Артемовского? А нельзя просто к чертовой матери здоровенными фабами там, все это довести до состояния, когда уже не важно, сколько там было, каких там было укранацистских солдат? Он похоронен и похоронен в развалинах. Или что, нам предлагают пройти через очередное «Азовсталь»?
0: Now, this guy really has no heart whatsoever. He doesn't. We have seen him a million times on this channel. A million times. All he talks about is nuke this, and nuke that, and nuke this, and nuke that, and take Europe, and take Germany. That's take... all he talks about all the time. Okay. Now he wants to copper bomb a city that is significantly still full of civilians. I mean, I'm not going to say significantly, but there's a very large amount of civilians still living inside of it because they have nowhere else to go. We're going to dump all these people. And where are they going to go over to Lviv and just hang out? Where are they going to live? It's also the same guy that has not done a single thing militarily speaking with his life other than sit behind a mic and speak nonsense. Spew that nonsense on a constant basis and get people like we saw earlier to think otherwise about what is going on inside of Ukraine when in fact this guy literally has done nothing. It's actually kind of embarrassing. For I mean, we have the same thing. We have the same problem here in America. Most of the people that spew the nonsense on TV literally have done nothing. Literally done nothing. I get on the left and the right. You look at CNN and Vox, you look at their cast and their lineup or their crew, their lineup, what do you want to say? And none of them ever done anything in their life. They went to college and that was it. Now they just sit there and read on a teleprompter. They haven't done anything. Now looking inside of Bachman, I'm going to tell you guys right now, this is, uh, it is collapsing in certain areas on the north and the south, but not in the central portion of the city, which in the central portion of the city does not really matter. If the north and the south is closely collapsing on you like this, it's going to pinch it off and you're going to get stuck. I was reading, this is probably a pretty reliable source as well that Ukrainians are struggling to get supplies, not food. Actually, food or water is not the issue. It's actually what I would call what you would normally say beans and bullets. They're literally having a struggle getting artillery rounds and bullets inside the city right now. And if you can see here in the southern side, this right here is fairly new. It's getting closer. This thing is getting closer to this northern route or the, the I say northern route. That's really the only main route that's leading in out of the city. Right Here you got this one that leads all the way up out of here, and then they're also closing in from the northern side of it as well. That's not good. That is not good. Once that route out of there gets pinched off, it is not going to be a good good thing for the guys that are inside the city. I don't know. I'm the court clearly, I'm not on the ground in there, so I don't, I don't really know. I don't see this line changing too much right here, just due to the fact that it is it has that river system that is sitting in between them. It's going to be a good line to defense that old barrier right there. I don't know if they're currently collapsing this. I've been talking about this, I feel like, for two weeks. I have no idea why this area, unless I just don't know something that is going on, they have a different route out there. Maybe they have another one peeled off that's made right now. Maybe there's another one right through the middle they have nothing to worry about. What tactical advantage could you guys think the Ukrainians would have by holding this little pocket that's going to continue to collapse on them? Do they think it's going, to, I what I think is going to happen once it collapses. I do think it's going to collapse at some point. This gets filled. And I think we see a massive pause. I, I don't, maybe, you know what? you know what, let me, let, me, let me just put this out there for a second. Let me just put this one out there for a second. That area of Bakhmat, say this is the every bit of focus that the Russians are putting on this thing or, is right here inside this area. That's all they're doing, clearly, because they're on the entire line of everywhere else. Yeah, okay, they've, they've done a few things here and there, but it's the middle of war, so you're going to change small chunks, road to road. That doesn't really matter, street to street. But if once this thing closes off and they put all their forces and all their might inside of here, And they've expended so much men and so much ammo. Is that when the Ukrainians are going to say, you know what? Kick it back on and push back through on the north and the southern side and completely cut them off? Is that what we're going to see in this area? Is that what they're waiting for? I, I, I don't personally know at this point. I'm very, very confused myself. And it's been, I've been doing this for over a year now talking about this. A lot of you guys do know. And at this point, I'm not entirely sure what the strat is right now from either side. No idea. One of the first times you guys will ever hear me admit, I have no idea what the strategy is for the Ukrainians and the Russians as of right now. I have no idea. I feel like the Russians are actually playing more of a wait and see kind of game. Let's wait till twenty twenty four when the United States elections actually really are going to be into effect, and then we can get what we want. I think that's 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 literally their long game. That's it. The Ukrainians, on the other hand, they need stuff now. They know it, and I feel like a broken record saying this, but it's got to happen at some point. Maybe this, maybe. Maybe the weather clears up a little bit better. I don't know. I'm an idiot, though. I could be an idiot. I have no idea. I've never been more confused about a certain situation than right now. All I know, Willie's going to be here on Monday, which is going to be great. We're going to be back at it every single day with long videos for you guys. I do love you guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow.